Okay, friend, episode 242, we are talking about strength and whose strength specifically are you really trusting in? So yesterday, Mindset Monday, I was sharing about Paul and how he looks at the king and he's like, is it really that hard for you to think that God raised someone from the dead? Like, like, have you not seen his power? And we're going to talk about that today uh, in detail and and in a little bit of a different way. And I love how the Lord weaves these things together. I didn't really realize how well it all went together until I was looking at these things going, oh my goodness, this is like so perfectly in line. Thank you, Lord. And he's like, duh, you know, I had this all planned from the beginning for you. So whose strength are you really trusting in. I know you're capable, friend. I know you got, you know, boss babe powers and you all the things. But let's talk about whose strength we are absolutely relying on. Let's get started. Hey, Kingdom Builder. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you missed that promotion again? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself the products are too expensive or no one wants to join me or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. Okay, strength. Let's talk about strength. I started going back to the gym, uh, an all-women's gym. I love it. It's not like, you know, muscle, whatever, but um, classes and bar class and um, TRX and all that kind of stuff. Strength, right? Like, I'm ready to get rid of some of this flab as I head closer and closer each day into this next decade. And I ran across this quote the other day talking about strength, and um, it's always funny how these things hit, and I was like, oh my goodness gracious. This is what this quote said. It says, David never really knew Goliath's strength. He was too focused on God's. I'm going to read that again, and I want that to sink in just a little bit. David never really knew Goliath's strength. He was too focused on God's. So we try and we, you know, we pump up and we want to, you know, our own strength, whether it is muscles, muscles or our strength and our abilities. And I had never really thought about it this way, that David actually didn't know Goliath's strength, right? He didn't. He didn't sit there and he wasn't like, okay, flex your, like it was apparent. This is a a big boy and he's, David is much smaller, but he wasn't, you know, like, oh, okay. I, yeah, uh, this is gonna be hard. 
all he focused on was God's strength. It's kind of like that old adage, you don't need to know what a counterfeit dollar feels like. You know, you just need to understand the real one. It's the same here with anything we're facing, really. All we need to be focused on is God's strength. And sure, you're like, okay, is that all? Check. I'm done. Here we go. Yeah, it's not that easy. I get it. But let me ask you this. Are you trying to map out what quote unquote makes sense for your business? You know, taking a look at last year's figures or looking ahead at what the next promotion or maybe a bonus schedule looks at like and mapping it all out. Don't get me wrong. You know, if you've listened for any length of time, I am here for all of it. I love it. I think there's wisdom in that, in not just like making arbitrary, gosh, you know what? I I ended at, you know, this point and I'm going to like quadruple that this year. There's there's no data that shows that that can happen, Um, but that's what I'm going to do. Can God do that? Absolutely. He can. But I do believe, you know, we've got to make those goals based upon some sort of history, something that that does make sense. But my question for myself always, first and foremost, is am I and are you trusting the Lord to accomplish not just his will, because we can we can leave it there, right? But are we trusting the Lord to accomplish his will, his way? Ooh, ouch, right? I'm good with like his will, stop, full stop. There we go. No, but are we are we trusting the Lord to accomplish his will in our business, in our life, in our marriages, in our families, in whatever we have in front of us, his way? Literally yesterday, just had an opportunity to to live this out. So one of one of our girls came to us the other day and was like, "Hey, can we <laughs> want to have a little family meeting?" Which always is like, "Okay, what's going on?" What's she shared something with us that the Lord has put on her heart that she wants to pursue. We are absolutely behind this completely, but I will tell you, we are at the bottom looking at this very big mountain. It seems. From our end, like, how is this going to happen? And she's mapped out a plan of attack. What I love is she came to us and she was like, so here's my plan. And I I think it's so smart. Like, it wasn't just like a, hey, here's my plan or here's what I would like to do. You know, let's do it on a wing and a prayer and let's, let's see what happens. So she came to us with a very well thought out plan of how she's going to attack this mountain and what makes, what would what would make sense, right? It's a responsible way to handle it. But it may not happen that way. So she started emailing somebody that she needed to email. It was kind of like the first part of this plan. And they got back to her with something to fill out. And she was like, oh, okay. She needed to recall things that happened, you know, a couple of years ago to put this into the thing. And and I could sense through text kind of like her frustration. She was like, oh, he's asking for, for this. And I was like, okay, we'll find out those details. And it's, you know, it's data that we can get together. And finally, I responded back to her. I was like, hey, babe, I, you know, I don't know what the Lord has here. I have seen the Lord softening your heart and that's evident by you proposing this idea. And if the Lord wants you to to do this, if, big if, the Lord wants you to do this, then he 
will do it his way. And in my experience, in my experience, he's like, okay, yeah, we're going to do it. And the way you've mapped out, that sounds really great. But yeah, I'm going to do it a different way. And what I love about those types of things is it is so obvious that Michelle has nothing to do with it, that I have nothing, zero, zero, zero to do with it because it is all unfolding in a way that it shows his complete strength and might. The ones, the trials and things that kind of frustrate me the most are the ones where it seems like, oh, you know what? If I just compose that perfectly worded email, you know, it's grammatically correct. It has just enough power, but also a a lot of enough humility. Like if I do that, or if I talk to just the right person, it is going to unlock the next level. You know, I think of like Mario Brothers, you know, like, oh boy, that's going to get me to the princess and it's going to be, it's going to do it all. And the thing is, he's like, um, that's great. No, that's, that's great. I've given you the ability to, to compose that email and, and put all of that stuff together. But the reality is you're doing that in your strength. And when you decide to stop and just trust me, let me know. Because I'm here. My strength is enough for both of us. And if you look back at David and Goliath, they're trying everything. They're like putting Saul's armor on him. And he's like, um, yeah, so I can't even lift my arms. This is just not going to work. And they're giving him like all of these things. And he's like, no, no, it's, it's just not going to, that's not going to work. You know, I, I, I just, no, thanks. If you read through 1 Samuel 17, which is the story of David and Goliath, Goliath, goodness, Um, if you read that story, it's so clear that David knew who his God was and what he was and is capable of doing. So Goliath looks out and he sees a boy. It says that David is a youth. I've searched a little bit to try and find an age. And basically youth means anything from like a child to being able to be in command of your own army. So there's definitely a wide range of ages that are there. But Goliath sees a boy. He sees an easy prey. He even says, am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? Like, you know, think of your dog. You throw things back and forth. He's like, am I just a dog that you're going to throw these things to? Goliath goes on to boast of his own strength. Come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and to the beasts of the field. Frankly, uh, that's scary. I'm like, you know, I'm good. Thank you. But no, no. What does David do? He responds, if you go to verse 45 of 1 Samuel 17, and he responds, he says, you come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Oh man, I'm like, I I want to be there. I want to see this happening. David's like, no, no, no. You come to me with all of this. Here's what I've got in my quiver. I have the God of Israel, the Lord of hosts. This day, verse 46, this day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand. Can you imagine Goliath? He's like, okay, whatever. 
David goes on, and I will strike you down and cut off your head, and I will give the dead bodies of the host of the Philistines this day to the birds of the air. Do you see what he does there? He's not just saying like, hey, I'm going to kill you, chop off your head, but also the host of the Philistines, like plural, all of the Philistines, I'm going to give their bodies to the birds of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel, and that all this assembly may know that the Lord saves not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. Mic drop moment, if there ever was one. How incredible is this? David Regardless of his age, he knew who his God was and that his strength was not his own. He was working in the strength of God's might. I share this to encourage you, and I hope that you find the encouragement in this. Goals are fantastic. We've talked about that agnosium here. I think they're wise. Not to berate the point, I believe that the Lord wants us to lay out our plans before him and then turn them over to him. I'm good with part A, making the plans, doing the goals. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Check, check, check. We're going to do this. This is where it's going to happen. And off I go my merry way. And I forget, oh, wait, I need to turn them over to the Lord. Because these are my plans. It's great. But but what do we know? The Lord directs our paths, directs our steps, right? This is where we have to go back to truth. Our great God has a plan for us that is for our good and his glory. His path is very often quite different from the one I mapped out. But it's always better for me as his child. In fact, part of me wants to stop envisioning the the path, the road, because anything that I envision more or less, he's like, oh, okay. Oh yeah. No. So we're not going to do that. Like that's great. It's good. It's cool. And it's a possibility, but no, I have another way that is so much better that it's going to stun you and just be like, whoa. I mean, in the case of my daughter, what she came and shared with us in this, this idea that she wants to do is actually something my husband and I had talked to her about. And she was like, no, No. And I even asked her about it recently. I was like, hey, are you, you know, is this something you might be considering? And she was like, no, like literally a week or two ago. And the Lord caught us completely off guard because we were like, oh, no, that door's kind of closed. Like she's not interested in it. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to I'm going to bring that back around in a way that you wouldn't even imagine. So we can buck all day against God's plan, God's will, uh, God's desires for us. I'm telling you, you're just creating more problems. And the reason I know that is because been there, done that. And sadly, I will likely do it again. I can remove likely. I will do it again. Because Michelle, she thinks, wow, she's lived nearly 50 years. She knows everything there is to know. I'm here to tell you I do not. I am wrong almost all the time. And that's where I have to keep myself grounded and keep myself in God's word continually. It's like when our children do things their way. You see all the problems 
with their plan, you can tell them, right? You can tell them all the problems that are there, but sometimes they have to hit the bumps along the way before they're willing to surrender their will and ask for help. So my questions for you today is what are you holding on to in your strength? And if you are seeking wisdom from the Lord, there's likely something that popped into your head. Pray about that. Explore that. Lord, what am I holding on to in my own strength? What are you keeping for yourself and not giving over to the Lord? Have you been striving to do something? Striving, 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 and it's just not happening? Maybe that's what the Lord's trying to get to you and be like, hey, daughter, like, um, I'm here and, and why don't you lay that at my feet? Let's work on this one together. Are you trying to make things work in your business? Are you running uphill with a plan that is not from the Lord? It's not sinful. Like it's not wrong necessarily, but you've gone before the Lord. Like you've put your cart before that horse. Are you relying on your own strength? Or are you willing to give it all over to the Lord because his strength is all you need? Friend, I can say all of these things because one, I fail at them a lot. And two, the Lord has made it very clear to me recently that I have been doing all of these things. I have putting my been putting my plans in front of the Lord and like, nope, I got it. I got it, Lord. Here's my plan. Here's my business plan. It's all mapped out. Like I took a course on it. I did a mastermind. Like this is the plan. Like this is what I'm supposed to do. And finally, recently, if you've been listening along, I'm like, Lord, it's yours. I don't know. I don't know what this looks like. I, I, I Not a clue. But I'm going to keep doing what I know you've called me to do, which is showing up here three times a week on the podcast. And whatever happens from there, I don't know. I'm putting that into your own strength. Does that mean that I'm like, yes, this is the easiest thing? No. No, because the Lord gave me a creative brain that is constantly thinking of ideas and I bring it to him and I'm like, oh, wait, no, right. I said I was going to wait for you. So Michelle has to just take a little backseat. So let's be clear. This isn't an, uh, this isn't a, I trust you, Lord, do what is best. And I'll just be over here sipping on coffee and eating bonbons as delightful as that sounds. I think you know that. David did have to pick up his slingshot, right? He went and he searched for those stones. We have a responsibility in this fight of life. But it's time to stop doing it all in your own strength, in my own strength. Take time to ask the Lord to show you what is it you need to surrender to him. I know it's hard to pray, right? Because you're like, what is that going to mean? You know, when it's like, Lord, humble me. You're like, but not this way. And you list out a few ways of you're like, no, no, no. So like any other way, but... Like, I I don't want a sick kid to be what humbles me. But friend, we have to sit before the Lord, open arms, open hands, and just saying, Lord, this is yours. Every ability I have, every ounce of strength that I have is actually yours. It's not my own. 
I haven't done anything to earn this. This is yours. What do you need to lay over in front of the Lord? Is it your business? Is it your team? Is it your employees? Is it like, what is it that the Lord is asking you to take off of your plate and put on his? I get it. It's hard. But God is capable and able and willing and wants to do everything. He wants to carry our load for us. We just have to trust him. I know. Easier said than done. If it only were that easy, like, Lord, I trust you. Okay, done. On to the next thing. We're women who want to control the world, and he has not called us to do that. So I'm just asking again, what is it that you are not willing to give over to the Lord? And pray about that. Prayer is our communication with the Lord. It's how he talks to us. He talks to us through his word. He talks to us through prayer, through, through people around us. What is he asking you to give over? Because his strength is more than enough. Enough. I can't say my words today. Let's pray. Dear gracious Father, I just, I thank you for these examples of David and Goliath and the strength and might that David knew you held. Lord, I just pray that you would pull up in front of our minds the things that we are trying to do in our own strength. Help us, humble us to know that we can do nothing without you. It is your strength and might that we need. Lord, I don't know what you're bringing to mind with each woman who is listening now, but I just pray that she would listen to that, that she would explore that deeper, that she would take that before you, that she would pray over that, and that she would trust you. Thank you, Father, for this time together and in your son's gracious, precious name. Amen. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or Click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.